Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Big TV, TV, TV. All right, folks. Obviously, Chris is having some issues, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Here on the FNTSY Sports Network. Uh, hopefully we'll get Chris situated here shortly. Um, had some breaking news today that we're sure we're going to get into once Chris gets around. Uh, it seems that Baltimore Ravens have come to a deal with the uh, Denver Broncos to trade Joe Flacco for a 2019 fourth round pick. Uh, we'll be talking about that a lot. Already a lot of a lot of people talking about the fantasy implications on that and I'm going to tell you this. There are none. <laughs> there are none. It's simple. There are none. Joe Flacco stinks. Um, you know, let, let's face it. His numbers over the last couple of years haven't even been as good as Case Keenum's. Um, don't like this move at all. doesn't make any sense to me. Now they have to cut Case Keenum. Um, it's just they can't have both of them in to, to cash it to their uh, – Salary cap would be too huge. I think it ends up being like $36 million with both of them uh, on the team. So definitely Keenum's got to go at this point. Be interesting to see who's reaching out for Case Keenum uh, after the season he had last year, which, as we all know, wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But somebody out there will be reaching for him. Oh, and there's Mr. Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing? What's up, Jim? What's up, Taz? What's up, Goon Squad? What up? What up? Fantasy football frenzy on a Wednesday. I wear a lot of different hats. As you can tell, figuratively and what's literally. literally. Um, <laughs> thanks for the help. There we thanks go. Thanks for the help, bro. Steve the genius here. Um, no, seriously. Like, now I forgot what I was talking about. Um, literally about and figuratively, I wear a lot of hats. That's why I had to change the background. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a lot of stuff here. Sorry for being late, but we're back on a Wednesday. Oh. February All we 13th. Heard was TV, 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 TV. So what's up, Flacco? Listen, trash. <laughs> I, I don't know what John Elway's doing. I don't think this was on John Elway this time. Look, head coach Vic, Vic Fangio is there now, and he likes Flacco. Um, you know, he, he played against Flacco in, in Flacco's Super Bowl run, and Flacco crushed him. Um, you know, and, and Kubiak, while he's not the offensive coordinator, is still there in some capacity, and he likes Flacco too. You know, they like that big arm gunslinger mentality, but man, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Once again, uh, Denver just seems to shoot themselves in the foot when it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, see, that's the thing though. Like you got John Elway. I'm just saying, John Elway's a quarter. He was a quarterback, a great quarterback. He should know how to evaluate quarterbacks. No, and- that's a two. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, let, let's get that. That myth just out of the way. Away. Just because yeah, you're a because, great quarterback doesn't mean you can evaluate it. Right. Just because you are sure. a good player doesn't mean you know how to evaluate talent in any way, shape, or form. Two totally different mindsets. 
Yeah. Okay, well, you know, you would think he'd know a little bit, and he drafted, like, Simeon and, uh, you know, what was he on, Paxton? So... Uh, Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch, yeah. Right, right. By the way, this is Steve, everybody. Steve from the Fantasy Pinter Rizzery works very on? hard with us. Does all those great graphics for the morning after. Um, and a lot of other shows. A lot of Most of the shows. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Most of them. Uh, a lot of, yeah, most of them. <laughs> he, he, he's a genius with Photoshop. Let's put it that way. Photoshop genius, um, yeah. I'm going to have to get him to... Get him to work on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting him to work on my Patreon. I'll tell you that right now. I'm hiring. We got it going. Right away. Uh, so, yeah, Flacco. Weird, I don't care. It's, it's not a, fan, it's fantasy relevant. Move. It's a weird move. Uh, because yeah. what do they do with Keenum now? Are they, are they moving him? Are they, well, he should, oh, they have to. They he, have can't, to. he can't they be a no backup. Choice. Yeah, he can't be a well, backup. It, it has nothing to do with any of that. If they keep bolting him, they're looking at $36 million of their cap. Right there, two quarterbacks. They just can't do it. It's also a team that was linked with uh, potentially drafting a quarterback in the first round this year. So now what do they do? Is that is that move gone now? Uh, I would it, say it is this year. Okay, I'm sorry. No, they could still get Locke. They, they could still get Drew Locke and, they, they and let could, him sit behind him. But them. the reasoning seems to be, at least from what I'm hearing so far, is that they're looking at him being a one-year fill gap because they like the options they think they're going to see in 2012, uh, in 2020, more than they like in this year. I think that's the trend uh, around the NFL. I think a lot of coaches like the 2020 draft prospects. This is supposed to be a defensive draft. This is supposed to be. Yeah, there's heavy linemen here. Defensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, defensive ends, pass rushers. Uh, not as many nose tackles, but. Project you know, the first overall is, uh, what's his name? His brother. Uh, Bosa's brother. Bosa. Yeah, yeah, Bosa. Yeah. Nick Bosa. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. He has a chance to be better than his brother. We'll yeah. See. I mean, his brother just gets injured a lot. He's been injured uh, a few times already, yeah. I believe. When you play with that kind of motor, with that kind of recklessness, it's going to happen. Reckless abandon, yeah. Beast. That's what happened to Ken Griffey Jr. He used to play with reckless abandon in center field, and he shortened his career. He could have been, to me, Griffey would have been the greatest of all time if he had a full, healthy career. But one, he didn't work out. He didn't train hard. He was just naturally gifted and had, like, the best bat speed ever. And then... That helps. Yeah, and, and he would dive all over the place. He'd dive into walls. It was great to see, but he got hurt all the time because of it. So that's what happens. Um, and in football, it's worse. Now, Keenum, I know he, had, he didn't have a great year. He had 18 touchdowns, 15 picks. He threw for uh, almost 3,900 yards. 62.3% uh, completion percentage isn't great. Um, but the year before, for the Vikings, he was very solid. 22 touchdowns, 7 picks, uh, 35, over 3,500 uh, 3, yards, uh, almost a 78% completion percentage, which is good. Very good. He's probably going to be the next Jaguars quarterback, in my opinion. So now you think the Jaguars are going away from Foles? They would, they're going to go after Keenum? Well, they don't have, they don't have Foles. Well, they, they, they want Foles. They want Foles. Supposedly. What do you think, Jim? Uh, you know what? Everything's up in the air at this point. It, it's, a, it, it's a free for I just lo- I'm just glad that pieces are starting to fall. It'll make it a little easier as we get into draft time to evaluate who might go where. And, you know, hopefully over the next couple of weeks, we'll see a few more of these pieces fall. There's a few teams that, look, Washington could use Keenum, you know, or Foles, one of those two more than likely. Uh, Jacksonville's definitely another one who could use one of the two of them. You know, there's a few teams out there that could use a, a you know, a decent quarterback right now. And, yeah. you know, we'll have to see which way it folds out. I think he still gets another chance to start. I'm just not sure. Oh, 
Okay, yeah, black, somewhere. Black, he black should, or Keenum? Keenum. Okay. I think Keenum deserves one more shot. He had one bad year, uh, you know, out of two. The other one was good. You yeah, know, it was also on a team that was going through a weird transition last year where they, they shipped off DT. Uh, Sanders had issues with injuries most of the year. He never That offense never clicked. So mm-hmm. you could say it wasn't really all on him last year. It's, well, I will say that, but Sanders was doing really well towards till the end of the year when he started getting injured. Before that, he was pretty fairly yeah, consistent. Yeah, he, he was very good. <laughs> and, and he proved me wrong because I, I thought he was, you know, washed, oh, really? basically. Yeah. But he wasn't. Love Manny. He was, he's very talented. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, now, this, this is the year we got to ask if he's washed or not. You know, this is a great co- topic of conversation. It's not so easy to come back from those uh, Achilles uh, tears as it is, you know, what they're doing with the knees these days. So it will be interesting to see if Sanders can come back next year and be ready for the start of the season. Well, I'll tell you what. I believe, I could be wrong, I'm going to check right now, that we're in, okay, the Goon Squad draft we've been doing, best ball draft. It's, uh, we told you about a tight end. We told you guys, uh, tight end boost you got. You got super flex. So I believe we're in the, uh, what is it, the 13th, 14th round? Oh, no, we're past that now. We're, uh, hold on, I just had it up. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, we're, we're in the 16th round, yeah. Okay, so 16th round, and there's 24 rounds. Because, you know, you, you can't make pickups. Uh, that's the way, it, yeah, it's best yeah, ball. Yeah. It all slots in. Um, and it's the 16th round, and I don't think, Matt, has Emmanuel Sanders been drafted yet? Probably not. I wouldn't uh, actually, I believe he was. Could be wrong, but I thought he was. Hold on. I haven't see seen I, him. Yeah, yeah, in the ninth round. In the ninth uh, Parker round. W, Parker W. took him in the ninth round. Okay, so the ninth round. That's a... Uh, Bold. I mean, Well, the thing to me is, is that I feel like that's a drop. I feel like last year he was getting drafted around the fifth. Oh, that's absolutely a drop. But yeah. It's, it's a drop for a reason. Yeah, Does he come <laughs> back from this at his age or not is definitely the big question. And, you know, I think ninth round is probably just about right for him. You, you, you like him in the really ninth? Yeah. Taking, yeah, you're really not taking a huge gamble if he doesn't come back ninth round. So what? Um, you know, if he if he falls that way in the ninth round, that's not a bad deal at all. If he comes back, then you're gold. Yeah. See, for me, I I would be okay with the ninth round if he was on like you know the the Colts. Then I'd be okay with it. But he's on a team that's pretty stagnant offensively. I I just don't know. I can't. Well, I'm not worried about the team. He did well last year in a. That was with Keenum. And now they got well, Flacco. I, yeah, yeah, Flacco well, could yeah. barely complete passes, the guy. Uh, <laughs> he was only able to complete passes of John Brown that. down the field. He could throw bombs. Great. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no. Uh, well, yeah, fine, 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 fine. I'll give you that. But Lamar will grow. Let's give him a chance. He was a rookie. Um, and uh, Flacco I'm, can't I'm run. For, I'm scared. Flacco for him. can't I'm scared run. for him, actually. For yeah. Lamar, I'm scared. You're scared for Lamar? Yeah, I hope he doesn't get hurt. That's that's the one thing. I'm afraid of the RG3 thing happening. And he doesn't have the arm to lean on if he has to. I think that his arm's not that bad. I, I think like he's just inaccurate. Guy. He should be on the show more often. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He does. It's Steve the Genius, everybody. You know, I mean, he knows what he's talking I mean, about. I've been telling you guys that forever. <laughs> I, I talk smack in the pit usually. Yeah, he usually talks a lot of smack. Yeah, a lot of smack. I love it. Because that's a Brooklyn thing to do. Um, so why play if you, if you can't do it, if you can't talk? Right? I think, first of all, Lamar... I think he has a pretty good arm. I just don't think he has accuracy. Oh, his no, accuracy no. He, is off. He's yeah, got his arm. a strong yeah. arm. He so, just needs to work on his touch. He needs to work on his right. accuracy. Remember last His reads of the that? defense. All of that comes into play. He's got Tebow. a strong arm. Tebow he just needs to refine his passing skills. Wait, wait. 
Tebow had Tebow a good arm? Had, he, had, he could throw it downfield. He just couldn't hit anything. Tebow downfield. threw lollipops. Literal and lollipops. What does Lamar Jackson throw? He doesn't throw lollipops. Oh, no. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's got – he can throw it. He, he can throw put, a little seed. Uh, he he could uh, put it down the field 50 yards with no problem. And he'll Whether flick it's it hit the receiver from his ear like story. this. He'll literally just flick it from his ear. I, I need the camera on me. <laughs> flick it like this. Thank you, Chief of Staff. Like, he'll flick it from his ear, and it'll be a – you know, it'll be a seed. You know, that that's – he has the tools. He just doesn't have the accuracy I, or I, I think you're watching, experience. You're yet. watching some of Holmes' highlights. <laughs> Well, Mahomes, that, that's a different level. That's an absolute cannon. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Keenum has to fall somewhere and be a quarterback um, for somebody. Again, I think Washington would be a great move for him. If they can get some wide receivers to stay healthy and on the field, I think that would be a good place for him. Yeah, absolutely. Now, with the Denver wide receivers now, who stands out the most to you guys? Who's the, 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 who do you think will be the best Denver wide receiver now? If you're talking about Manuel Sanders and you're worried about him, you know, I feel like a guy like Deshaun Hamilton could step up and become a very viable fantasy option, maybe even a wide receiver, high-end See, wide receiver See, I'm going to disagree with you there. As much as I like Deshaun Hamilton, he might be the one that's most adversely affected by this because Flacco's not Flacco, yeah. throwing to the slot receiver. So maybe Cortland Sutton benefits Sutton, the most. Sutton, Sutton, Actually, yeah. I think Tim Patrick might be the one. Who, Interesting. He's the big play guy. He's the one that gets down the field. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up, you know, benefiting the most out of Flacco coming to town. If I had to pick, I'd go with Sutton because if you, even if you go back to his like SMU tape, that was his thing. He would just he could go Bombs. he could go downfield. Yeah, he's a big he's a tall dude. You could go up and get it. Another year in the league. Yeah, but the pro see the the problem with that is that Sutton's not good enough to be in number one. No. If Sanders isn't on the field, Sutton is going to get covered by the DBs to a point where he can't do anything about it. And that's why I think Patrick is going to be the one who benefits. Yeah. It's nothing against Sutton. Look, I'm not a huge Sutton fan. We've had this discussion before. He needs to learn to run a, a better route tree. He needs to come in and out of his, his cuts a lot better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not uh, polished at all. Yeah, so you know he, he can make those big plays. But if they're using him, if Sanders isn't on the field and he is the number one, he's not good enough yet to break that, you know, Number one defensive coverage. Sure. Yeah, uh, I agree. I completely agree. I think that uh, I like Deshaun Hamilton personally. I think he'll be he'll be a viable option. I don't know about Whit Flacco. It kind of drops drops him a little bit for me. Have, they still have time to bring someone else in. They can still draft another kid. They could bring yeah. in a free agent. There's gonna be there's always somebody out there with a little bit of experience that you might potentially be able to slot in there mm -hmm. to the two spot if Sanders could play the one and Sutton three. Right, Sutton played best when he played the three this year, when he was behind DT and uh, and, and Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's when he had big play moments. He yeah. never really had a lot of like receptions per game or anything like yeah. that. But you had people in front of him. I understand that. Um, there's also been news about a bold prediction: Giants to trade Odell Beckham this offseason. <laughs> Jay Glazer, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that, is that the guys. Arizona thing? You're, you you heard it here first before Jay ever said him. Day, remember that? Oh, really? <laughs> Just and you would love that. that. Did I know you, you also have that. it at, with Arizona for uh, what's his name for uh, Rosen? Because that was the rumor yesterday on. on oh, for well, Rosen? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, 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 right, rumors, right, right, right. yeah. Hey, look, if I'm trading Odell, I want more than Rosen. <laughs> yeah, I don't want just Rosen. No, for Odell. Be Rosen and something, but still, it, that's an absurd, it's an absurd trade. Yeah, no. I, listen, I don't. I don't even think it, it'll happen. I don't see the Giants trading him. You're essentially better off drafting a quarterback already. Where in a good enough spot, most likely, to draft the quarterback. Mm -hmm. 
Hey, you got to remember, Rosen had a bad year. Yeah, totally agree. Um, one of probably the only rookie who never took a step forward. We've talked about that already before right. on mm-hmm. the show. But this, at the same time, a lot of people really respect his tools. Um, he, he's got the strong yes. cannon arm. He can move. You know, I, hey, look, I'm not going to. It, it, hey, look, he, he moves enough to get the job done. Get out of the pocket, make the throw, extend the play. Yeah, That's all you're he really can move in the for. pocket. He's, but not, he's not a mobile blow quarterback. It out and run no. for 100 yards a game. That's no. okay with me. Yeah, um, those quarterbacks get beat up over time. Right, pocket so, passes uh, stay up. Yeah, yeah, right. And he has enough movement to where he can, you know, He'll wiggle move sideways when he needs to. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things to like. Look, if everybody had written Goff off after year one, you know, I mean, he wouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. And, and quite honestly, I remember before last season when a lot of guys here, uh, I'm not going to say names, but like a lot of guys here and a lot of people that I talked to, rid off, they wrote him off. They wrote off Goff. And I was like, now, me personally, I said, listen, rookies, they do bad, especially yeah. quarterback rookies. You, he could easily take the next step. Plus, the weapons were there. And look, he did take the next step. He just needed he might, coaching. He just needed to get Jeff Fisher out of there. Yeah, you got to get Jeff Yeah, Fisher coached everybody down. Foles, too. Everybody. So, all right, when we get back, we'll talk more about this. Antonio Brown, the Goon Squad draft. Goon Squad, what up, what up? Fantasy Football Frenzy in Studio 34 on a Wednesday. All right. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Keith Irizarry is calling the shots. There is not many things that bother me more than Rose. When she was on that floating board, she did not share. All they needed to do, she's on for 20 minutes, and then she just would go in the water a little bit, so she loses a foot. Jack would be alive. They could have lived and loved forever, but instead she was selfish. Weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network.
Let that breathe, your boner. Give me day, give me day. Killing it. He likes that smooth, classic rock and roll. Ow! Yeah, Jim. That was Jim Day Studios. Jim Day Studios right there. He has multiple studios. Back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, Wednesday, February 13th, with your boy, the closer, Steve, the Photoshop genius, and Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. We're taking phone calls. Let us know what you think about these, uh, these crazy NFL happenings. 844-843-6879. And okay, you're, you're not going to believe this, though. I know. I got, I, I got a tweet from Antonio Brown. I know. You saw it? No. Oh, I thought you but saw But I know it. what it is. No, no, you actually don't know what it was. <laughs> he actually commented about what I said about him on the show yesterday. No. I swear to God, oh, really? he did. I have to see this. <laughs> oh, yeah, go go look on my timeline. I was, I was nuts about it. I <laughs> put it all out there, I... retweeted it. All he said was, the DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three ball betting tools, PGA pro tip, subscriber chat, and more. Go to dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, choose golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, click on golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. Dailyroto.com. Jim, you got me again. <laughs> it was like, and I knew it was that, but like he lied so well there. Like, you, you missed your call. You should have been a lawyer or something, you know? <laughs> or just a liar. <laughs> just a liar. Well, a that's a lawyer. Man. A con man. Yeah, it's a, law- a lawyer or a con man. That's it. Um, so, Antonio Brown, though, seriously. Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> I think he's staying in Pittsburgh. You still think this? This ain't I happening, do. man. Wait, he doesn't have any control of where he goes at this point. It's all on Pittsburgh. And, you know, they're under contract. If they don't get the right deal for him, they're not moving his ass. If he wants to sit out, that's on him. He'll lose all that money again, just like Bell did. That's true. They're, they're, they don't play games. They're a long time, you know, thing where this is the way we do it, and you know, if you don't like it, tough. We paid you. You're getting paid. Uh, if you don't like it, that's on you. You deal with it the way you need to. But I don't care if we, you know, we'll. They may try to trade him if they can get something good for him. Then I could see that happening. But if they don't get what they want, they're not going to trade him. Mm-hmm. How about this? Who do you think is willing to pay up enough to actually get him? San Francisco probably would. They have a huge cap space. Uh, they need wide receivers. I, I wouldn't put yes. Shan- put it past Shanahan at all to go out and get him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick Mullins needs somebody to throw to. Yeah, true. Unless yeah, Nick Mullins unless could Jimmy throw. Garoppolo could turn to a wide Nick, Nick Mullins could throw to his son in the backyard. See you later. <laughs> See you later, Nick Mullins. You had a good run. Gucci needs someone he to did have a really good run. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he did have a very good run. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on. Uh, on uh, I'll tell you, I think he, I think he goes somewhere this off season too. I wouldn't be surprised if Mullins? they try to move him. Yeah, I think he did look good enough with. Yeah, you know, look, a decent, sample, a decent sample size. 
Yeah, with all yeah. the injuries around him, he still did fairly well. No receivers. Uh, the running backs were all getting hurt left and right. And he still put up decent numbers. The coaches rave about him because he's a hard worker. He studies all of it. They say he's basically a coach on the field. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they you know keep Beathard as their number two and try to move Mullins and get something and for him. And they the should. Draft. They should because, you know, if you could get value for him, anything for him, you're not going to use him if you're the 49ers, so you might as well get something well, in return not, for him. Not until Garoppolo gets, gets hurt. hurt in week four again. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You're right. I mean, listen, I, I think it's a lot of it is Shanahan, though. And that's a, a big reason why I like Garoppolo, being all very serious now. Because, you know, I joke around. I say he's good looking. He's Italian, everything. That makes him better. No, that's not true. I, I evaluate Italian. It doesn't. No. Oh, shit. I evaluate him truthfully. Okay, I might have a bias. Towards him. Don't worry about it, okay. Steve. Nobody heard. I, I whispered. I think Gucci is solid. I don't think he's going to be a great quarterback, like a legend or anything like that. He's going to be good. He's going to be good, but I think he'll be better because of Shanahan. I think Shanahan is the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. Like I, 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 I think, hands down, McAvey might be. I mean, he's a head coach. But. Yeah, but he's essentially the OC. Right, but like but Shanahan, he got it done with Atlanta. He made uh, he turned Matt Ryan into an MVP. He he uh, basically made this 49ers team that lost their starting running back, starting quarterback, starting made, wide receiver, Marcus yeah. Goodwin, and he made them still decent competitive. I mean, that's a that's a tall task, and he did it. And you know, if he could sell Nick Mullins, great. If they could get rid of Nick Mullins and get some value back, that'd be Dude, great. Jets got a third rounder for Teddy Bridgewater last year. I mean, that's great. So, <laughs> that's a, that's if you could get a, a fourth for Mullins, why not? I don't think you could get a maybe a fifth. Yeah, probably a fifth. More, more, more like a, a fifth. fifth. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't enough of a sample size. If it was a whole year, he probably could have and did that. Probably would have got a fourth. But yeah, I agree. Listen, I heard them talking on the morning after, and. You know, Joe Joe Ranieri brought up, they brought up every team that Brown could go to, Antonio, and he said the 49ers don't have the cap space. But I'm looking, they're seventh in cap space. They have 58 million dollars. There isn't a team that fits more perfectly for what for for the whole thing. Because like he's not going to go to Cleveland because it's in the division. He's not going anywhere in the division. The the, the Steelers will not allow that. Um, he, they don't even want him in the AFC. So San Francisco's an NFC team. Okay, so that doesn't affect them. San Francisco has, Brown wants to go to a place where he can compete. San Francisco has the pieces to compete very soon. Potentially. Very soon. Potentially. I, I mean. I, I agree, but. But what? Uh, Is there a better landing spot for Antonio Brown? No, probably not. Off the top of my head, probably not. Uh, I the Colts are the only other one I could really think of. That would be ideal for him. Oakland. Yeah, but uh, he, he's going to wait. Miami. He's going to wait in Oakland. I mean, he has no choice. I understand. But Miami is a bigger quarterback question mark, and Oakland might be the same thing because we don't know what that offense is going to look like right. next year at all. We, Dak, we don't even know if they're going to keep Derek Carr. Oh, I, I probably was, not. I was the one that brought up. I don't think they do. Uh, I think they bring in Bell as a splash signing to moving to Las Vegas. That makes sense. That's my that's my big projection. I think they actually punt next season altogether. Yeah, and then and then they, oh, they're they punting wanna... the next th two or three seasons, basically, at least two. Yeah, this is a three-year plan for... Yeah, this is a three-year, complete, ground-up, gut-renovation, rebuilding plan. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I don't think Brown ends, ends up there. Mm -hmm. uh, San Fran is an option, and then... I and you got Indianapolis, who are number one in cap space. 
Corey Parsons says that the Colts are cheap, so they probably won't do it, but... That would be ideal, though. They have so much Brown money. And, they have $105 million cap space. Brown and Hilton? Brown yeah, and but Hilton. they have that cap space because they don't spend a lot of money on, on free agents. They, they're they just typically known. He doesn't spend a lot of money. Ballard doesn't like to spend that big splash money. Yeah. And they got T.Y. Hilton. They, they could get one of these other... Decent number twos. I mean, heck, it, you remember they their could last even fly with Dontrell signing? Inman again next year. Um, I know he's a free agent, but they could bring him back for cheap. He had a, a fairly productive yeah. end of season. Um, you know, and they get Deion Kane back next year from the injury. Uh, you know, th- there's pieces there. I just don't see him. Again, we talked about this with Bell. We'll talk about it with Brown. I, I know they have the cap space, but they have the cap space because they've been really smart about how they've spent their money. I don't think they're going to do it. Fine. I, I'm not sure Brown and Hilton would mesh together either. Well, well, here's the thing, though. Okay, yeah, you could bring Dontrell Inman back. You could save more money. Dude, how long are you going to save money until you have so much money, you got to make a big splash somewhere? You know what I mean? I Why are you saving the money splash. for They got to the playoffs. They did a lot of really good things without they did. making that big splash. They got luck back. They got that offensive line from one of the worst in the league to one of the best. Um, you know, they got a they did great. running yeah. game in, in Hines and Mack uh, and even Wilkins. So, you know. But it's not enough to win a Super Bowl. Just because they have the money doesn't mean you have to spend it. I understand well, that. They could spend it on defense. They, they could spend it on defense. But here's the thing, though. Like, to me, what puts you over the edge to get to that Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl? The Colts, I feel like Antonio Brown sliding into that offense puts them on the tier with like a Kansas City Chiefs offense. You know, it's funny because a lot of times it actually isn't the big splash signing that wins it for you. And that's the crazy, that's the crazy thing. If you actually look at the Patriots. Fine, <laughs> I mean, fine. But, but, but what I'm example, saying is, it, just think about it logically. Like the Colts, you get Dontrell in back, or you get a second tier wide receiver in there. Yeah, they might still make the playoffs. Yeah, they might even make it to the championship round. I don't think that's what puts them over the edge to get them to the Super Bowl and win it. Though Antonio Brown might be. You have T.Y. Hilton and Antonio Brown. Your team is stacked. Will it point. be a popular move? I'm sure fans would love it. But is it, it a makes smart so much move? sense. It probably isn't. Why not? You have a hundred five million dollar cap space. First of all, do you want to bring all this drama into your the locker room? I don't care. That money is so much. I want to win a Super Bowl. Some, some do. Some really give me, do. Um, give me three and and second, is, is it guaranteed it brings you to the Super Bowl? It, no. When was the last time Pittsburgh got there with him? And Bell. They did. Well, him and Bell. They never. They haven't. They never. Yeah. Did anything. I know. I understand that. But I bring in three pass rushers for that amount of money. Well, or, or how a, much? A how much? How much exactly w- w- would it hit? Take a hit on that cap space if they saw if, if they get Brown. Guy look, look, check out his contract. Twenty million dollars plus. So twenty million dollars is barely a dent in the one hundred five million dollar cap space. I, I I understand that we we recognize that they have plenty of money to spend for Antonio Brown. First of all, second of all, I, I put it to bed with this. There's no way the Steelers let him go to Indy. They don't want to face the in the playoffs. There's no way. <laughs> so, uh, There's no so way San they Fran- give him to Andrew Luck. San Fran seems to make the most sense. Then it's the only one yeah, that makes sense. Right. To me. I mean, Arizona. Yeah, but you see, I don't know. Arizona. Ar- <laughs> Arizona has forty million dollars. Okay, but it's it's so also, that cuts them in half. It's also about the picks that you could give up to get him. Don't forget, Indy still has to give something up. It's not just the amount of money that they have. They have to actually trade something. He's under right. contract for another year. Right. You're going to have to give up a good amount, yeah. Well, apparently Steelers want an obnoxious amount. They want uh, Anthony Davis prices. 
No, no, of course. They're going to want some <laughs> sort of first-round pick. And I honestly, if I was San Fran, I'd be willing to give up a 2021 first-round pick, a 2020 second-round pick, and this year's fourth-round pick, oh, and, and whatever else. Oh, man. And a player's. I hope you're never. Couple the players. I hope you're never the Giants GM. Why? That's a great trade. <laughs> I would absolutely do that if I'm the 49ers. And if you could get a Super Bowl out of that, you won the trade. Okay, wait, I missed. You won it. The what trade. were you giving up? He's, I would give up. He's a mortgaging first, his future. I, I, yeah, I would mortgage a little bit of the future. But each year's draft, I take a little bit from it. So I, first, a first round 2021 pick. Uh, uh, a first uh, round 2021. 2021 first round pick. A twenty. <laughs> a twenty okay, twenty second round pick. And it's and this year's fourth round pick plus a player or two. Yeah, won't happen. They they won't sell him now for a first round two years. Why? Uh, they want something better now. Uh, that's just what they'll want. They want something more tangible. Well, no right one's going to give him minute. a first round pick for this year. That's for and sure. hence why I say he's going to be back. And he's not going to play because he's going to hold out. Because unless you're at the bottom of this year's draft, where that pick is a lot less valuable. Mm-hmm. And you're not giving up a top 12 pick in a draft like this. Because this is actually, this is the kind of draft where you build your roster. This is your defensive team draft. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, you know, we always talk about quarterbacks and how important they are in drafts, the flashy guys. Yeah, this isn't a great quarterback. But this, draft, is, yeah. this is the year that you build your team. Like, like uh, the, I could see. Every year you, you're, you're trying like to I build could, your I team. I can see the Raiders, for example, taking two future Pro Bowl defensive players this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, they got a ton of picks. What they're doing makes sense. Everything they've done so far makes sense. They have a ton of picks. They're going to build for the future. They got a three-year plan. Fine. It's like imagine you draft a Clowney and a J.J. Watt in one draft. But what's the Steelers' plan, okay? Roethlisberger's not lasting much longer. Roethlisberger maybe has this one year left. After that, they almost have to go into a rebuilding plan. Yeah. Well, then that's good. That's another reason why they should keep Antonio Brown around. How? Why? Because if it's going to be Roethlisberger's last year, last chance for them to get to Super Bowl, why do you want to give up your best player? Oh, as a, uh, if you're the Steelers, yes. yes. If you're, well, they're the ones holding the cards. They're the only ones holding the cards. Yeah, he has no leverage. They have all the decisions here. He has one. He has no. He has leverage. one leverage. One one uh, inkling of Twitter? leverage. No, holding just not out. playing, holding out. Well, that's okay. They're ready for that too. They're yeah. saying you, you want to hold out. Go hold out, but you're not playing for somebody else unless we say it's okay. He's holding out, but he's not getting paid during that time. He's just basically sitting on the couch. Yeah. So You think he probably cares? He's got mad money already anyway. I don't think he even cares about Super Bowl. I really don't. Well, that's the problem. We don't know what he cares about except himself. He cares about himself and his six kids named Antoinette, Antonina, Antonano. That's it. Oh, they're Italian? Yeah, basically. No, uh, no. They're all named. They're they all, all start with Aunt Anthony or Aunt no something. Way. Yeah, because he's a narcissist. This is why he's doing this. He's a narcissist. Legit. Like he's very into himself. He looks at the mirror all the time. You know what I mean? Like, listen, it didn't, he's one of those it didn't help To in his career. No. So, well, you look in the mirror a lot too, though. I do. I do. You're right. You're right. I mean, I don't get a chance to really look at mirrors a lot, but I do at times. You know what I'm saying? 844-843-6879. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. If you got some interesting information about maybe an underdog, a black horse to get Antonio Brown, that'd be cool. Because I can't really think of one. If you know Antonio Brown, you get him on if the you phone. If you know Antonio Brown, get him, get him to give us a call. We'll talk to him. Tweet to me. I'm, I might have another tweet about him. <laughs> oh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I wonder where it's going to be. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Um, 
Goon Squad draft. I want to get to that after the break. Uh, I want to take you off phone calls. Bob, I know I haven't answered you in a couple of days. If you want to give a call, uh, we're here. We're here to talk to you. Bob's on the line. Uh, Bob's, oh, he's on the line. He's been gone for a few hours. I Bob, we got a minute. You think he could day. talk to us for a minute? Can I call? I'll talk to you after the break. So I, could talk. I can't talk for a minute. You can't talk for a minute. No. Uh, you, can't, you can't give me your information for it a minute. It takes him a minute to say no. Well, we'll get back to you, Bob. Don't worry about it. But don't make it more than like two minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, we have one segment left on the show. I want to talk about the Goon Squad draft and, you know, Taz's team, which we never got to, and how everything's panning out. Goon Squad draft 2019, fantasy football frenzy with your boy, the closer, Steve, the genius, and <laughs> you don't like that name? <laughs> fantasy Taz, Jim Day. We'll break it down. NFL. Free agency. Uh, Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah Crowell? Getting cut. Is he? Oh, of course. Who's surprised? Was that, no was one's that surprised. Doubt? Nobody. Was that ever going to be a doubt? <laughs> he, had, he had a really good game. The writing was on the wall as soon as Corey was out there saying, go get Crowell. <laughs> well, it, it's messy. The, the NFL's messy, so you never did, know. Did anyone ever think Kareem Hunt would go to the Cleveland Browns? Did you think I don't think so. Crowell would set the Jets' rushing record this year? No. Single seat, single game. Oh, the single game? Well, who cares about the single game? Well, Season would be, <laughs> that would be, you know, surprising and impressive. Otherwise, 844-843-6879, Wednesday, February 13th, Fantasy Football Frenzy, Studio 34. We'll be back with your boy. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Scout Fantasy Sports. The Giants don't like Murray because he's too small. Can we even judge small quarterbacks anymore? I only want a guy if he's 6'4". Russell Wilson's pretty good. You don't think the Giants would take Russell Wilson at 5'11"? That is definitely old school thinking. You need to evaluate the individual on a separate basis. Kyler Murray, you don't go to Oklahoma, put up 50 points a game, win the Heisman Trophy, and suck. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Man, Big East Tournament at Madison Square Garden. I've never done that before, but to me, like, listen, March Madness is cool, but I'm actually a bigger fan of the conference tournaments leading into March Madness. Like, it's like life. The journey's always funner than the destination. Like, the kids getting there, the craziness of the conference tournaments. You know, once the tournament starts, Thursday and Friday is cool, and it's all downhill from there, actually, really. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. 
Oh, this is... Metal. This is like 80s hair metal, you know? Wasp. Skid Row. Oh, I like Skid Row. Sebastian Bach is a singer. What? Woo! Woo! Jim crushed it right there. Jim Day Studios. It's a lot better when the mic's on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were you saying to me? I was saying this is music from like back when Gabe Morrissey still had hair. <laughs> when his hair was real long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would love it if he still had that. Fantasy Football Frenzy, 844-843-6879. Let's get right to Bob. And Bob, let's make it precise. Make it like two minutes. That's fine. I'll make it quick. I promise. You're the man, Bob. Hey, um, I guess uh, Jim Day says I'm doing good on my draft. What's that? You said before, right, Jim? I'm doing I said good you're doing fine, Bob. Draft. You're going to lose, but you're doing fine. You're going to lose. Wait, let's see your team, Bob. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is your team. I'll break it down for you right now, Bob. Um, okay. Bobby W. Quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Deshaun Watson. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Giovanni Bernard. These are running backs. Giovanni Bernard, Chris Carson, Tariq Cohen, Duke Johnson, and Lamar Miller. Not very Nah. Now, nah, Bob, I'm not, I'm not feeling the running backs as much. Limiting. I do like Cohen. I do like Carson. Limiting the upside, though. Yeah, there's not a ton... I mean, if Duke gets traded or Duke goes, you know, you know, isn't buried behind the Cleveland depth chart over here, then, <laughs> then Duke could – I like Duke a lot. I think he's a, a very good – he could be like a Tariq Cohen yeah. if he had the opportunity to. He runs pretty good. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's he, a great pass I think he'd be a good fit in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, they need a six. Well, well what's up with Sproles? Uh, Sproles is at the end of his rope. But come come yeah. on. I, I mean, what are you going to get a few more games out of him team, at this point? Yeah. He is, yeah, but – it really depends on what kind of a cap hit they can save by getting rid of him at this point. I don't think they want to keep him. Look, he's always a good now. player, yeah. but yeah, between the age and the injuries, it's time to move on. Quite frankly, he was a great player in his prime. Oh, on the Saints, he kind of started that like scat back. That that well, I I would I don't know if I'd say scat back, right? I mean, he started that like he was specifically a pass catching uh, running back. Yeah, he kind of started that with uh, with the Saints or yeah. even before that. Um, but yeah, so you have Duke Johnson. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Lamar Miller has like basically no upside. Um, Tariq Cohen, I like Chris Carson, I like Giovanni Bernard, another one who is buried behind Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's a very good pass catcher. I don't know if Gio's really going to get. I think his value's only going to go down more next year. The opportunity, yeah. Jim, you you still think Gio is a fantasy viable option even in PPR? Only if Mixon goes down. And, and this is what I got to say about your team, Bob. At the game, just got a gut feeling, Ooh. no problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today, and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag and open an account with the promo code FNTSY, and MyBookie will match your deposit up to a $1,000. Yes, that's right, 1000 smackaroos. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Yeah, MyBookie.ag. So, Bob, yeah, I mean, I, I'm... Running backs, I'll give uh, B minus um, okay, or C plus. C Around plus. there, yeah, C plus. What about the, the receiver? Okay, Larry Fitzgerald, Devin Funches, Calvin Ridley, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas, D.D. Westbrook. So you have Michael Thomas. That's your ace in the hole. Um, your number two 
is Calvin Ridley, I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, and his number three is Larry Fitzgerald. He has Funches, who we don't even know what's going to happen with Funches. He's not going to be a Panther wide receiver anymore. I mean, he's not going to be a, at least the number one or number two wide receiver because it's DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Funches Warhouse is welcome. I, I think he's a two because uh, I think Samuel's a three. Samuel's Teddy. No, they specifically want DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel to be their number one and number two wide receivers. Yeah. Funches has kind of like, uh, you know. Oh, Funches is out. He's, he's yeah, a he's out. and he's gone. He's abandoned. So I don't know what's going to happen with Funches for you there. So you can't really, you know, we can't speculate there. Um, Ridley I like. Michael Thomas I like. Fitzgerald. Yeah, th- okay, Bob, I'm going to have to throw you some criticism here. Yeah. Ridley in the fourth is way too early, Bob. Yeah, that was early. Um, you know, you, you had fourth. Robert Woods on the board. You had Brandon Cooks on the board. Taking Ridley in the fourth was way, way too early, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of oh, good okay. wide receivers still, Bob. But I, I get it. You, hey, you know. uh, Jim Day. Jim Day. Say what? He hears you. Um, do you know, you remember John Bozo who played for Miami Dolphins? I do. I met a, I, I know him from, I used to live in Keene, New Hampshire. That's where he was from. He was from Keene. He was a good guy. His dad was a foot doctor. Okay, Bob. Wait, wait, wait to venture way off topic. His dad was, was a foot doctor. Yeah, that was called a podiatrist. Interesting information. You know, Bob, you'd be really good at like uh, Jeopardy or something, you know? Like random information. Oh, I love Jeopardy. Trivial, oh, pursuit. I love Trivial pursuit. Yeah. See, I, I love, one time I thought I, I was going to the podiatrist, but then he started putting those rubber gloves on, and I realized I was at the wrong office. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, see you later. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so Bob's gone. Uh, that was his final words. That was his final words. Uh, and, and then just to round up Bob's team before I, I get to the next phone call, he has Jimmy Graham and Vance McDonald as his tight ends. So I give his team a, like a, like a C. C+. Plus. C. I give him the C+, because his quarterbacks aren't bad. Quarterbacks are good. Tom, I mean, Tom Brady, Eli Manning, Deshaun Watson, it's a super flex league. So, you know, Deshaun Watson oh, with, it, uh, with Tom Brady and the super flex isn't bad. Um, so, uh, yeah. C plus. But the rest of it, yeah. Uh, you're right, C+. Plus. He needs to do a little bit more research. But let's get to Nathan in New Jersey. Nathan. Nathan. Hey guys. What's good? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up, man? Oh, we can't hear you at all. Uh, so we're, uh? Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, real quick, man, with with, uh, with this crazy new, with the Joe Flacco thing, yeah. um, man, that's, uh, I, I don't think that makes him better, but I can, uh, John always, every year pretty much changes quarterback, so we have to wait and see what Flacco does. But I think, in my opinion, it's a, I think it was a uh, desperation move for him. Uh, I think he should just bait it out and see uh, what he has there with Case Keenum and the other quarterback. If not, then they look elsewhere. But I think Flacco is a desperation move uh, in my end. As I no, I, I don't think. See, I don't read it as a desperation move. I read it as the new head coach wanted Flacco, knew he could get him fairly cheap. Uh, They're only giving up a fourth round pick for him. So you know, Vic Fangio wanted Flacco. Um, you know. On the team, and he, he doesn't like Case Keenum. So if you're going to bring in a new head coach and you want to change the offense to what he wants to do, uh, I know he's a defensive-minded guy, but he still has to have his ideas. you, you got to let him run with that. If he wants Flacco as his quarterback, you got to give him the shot. 
Uh, again, we talked about this a little earlier. I think it's probably a one-year fix. If he comes in, doesn't play well, so what? They probably get a good draft pick next year. Much better quarterback supposedly coming out in the 2020 draft, and then they'll pick their poison then. Remember, you know, it was just a month ago where people were saying none of the quarterbacks in this draft class were going to be very good. Um, you know, they weren't consi- considered top-notch quarterback options. But as always happens, as we get closer to the actual draft, all these names start climbing because we know teams want quarterbacks. So, right. you know, it, it's it's a crazy thing. And, they're, you know, in this case, it's very possible they're looking for 2020, not so much 2019. Right, right, right. Like, that's interesting because I wonder if these guys, Murray and Haskins, went this, were coming out the same year as the Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson draft class, where they would slot. I think they'd be behind, but definitely Trubisky. Trubisky went two. Uh, like we said the other day, Mahomes went 10, right? I think Watson went like uh, in the 20s yeah. overall, which he ended up, I mean, I'm not going to say he's didn't not the they, best quarterback. Didn't they Mahomes trade just, up in, back into the first to get Watson? Um, I want to say I think they did. Wow, I can't remember. Holy crap. I can't remember either. But I, I think it was like, the mind is overall. a terrible thing to waste. It really is. This is what <laughs> kids don't, you know, don't, 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 just, don't blaze. Just, don't blaze. Uh, you'll forget everything. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, I, 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 Watson was, at this point, I would rather have Watson than Trubisky. And, you know, the NFL scouts and everything missed that because I, Trubisky went too. Why did Watson go far be- so far behind? So you never really know what the, like, where this value is coming from. They're pushing Mo- Murray to the top 10, we don't even know if he's a true top 10 quarterback. We don't. We don't even know if he's a first-round quarterback. Depending on the year, you never know. It's just I mean, it's, it's hard the, to know. The top few guys that year is what sparkles to you. Right, because they're the only ones available. Yeah. I think in that draft class, you know, these guys might have fell to the bottom of the first round. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, and as far as Denver's concerned, I know you get Flacco, and Ninta brings up, I, they were not desperate. I think I think it's more that okay we're gonna try to get a quarterback in the draft uh, and he'll sit behind Flacco. They like Flacco more, like Jim said. They don't really like Keenum anymore. You know, new coaching staff, everything like that. Um, and but here's the problem: the team is weird because I feel like they're going in. They they're about to go into a rebuilding stage, but they're not because they're they're still looking to win now. They're, no, they're not really. I don't think they're looking to win now. They have uh, old, I, like I said, old guys on defense, but they also have some young guys like Bradley Chubb. Uh, but but like you know those older guys like eventually Von Miller. Yeah, the, the team does need a lot. Like it needs a makeover, basically. Yeah, it needs, it needs a, little a little bit of a makeover. rebuild here. So getting Flacco, I yeah, don't get that, it. Again, you're you're missing the point. Flacco is coming in because he's going to be a placeholder for whoever they want to draft in 2020. They can use the early draft rounds this year to solidify other positions. Look, with Flacco, they know what they're going to get, a guy who can, has a big arm and pretty much it. Uh, you know, they got a lot of problems. Look, look let's face it. The, they do. The, other part, the part that makes the, the least sense to me is this offensive line, first of all, wasn't great in 2018. Now they're losing, you know, center Matt Paradis uh, and right tackle Jared Valdir are both free agents. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can bring them back. Right. Um, and then starting left guard Ronald Leary is coming off an Achilles tear. Yeah. So this this offensive line right now is in shambles. shambles. And you're putting behind them a guy that moves worse than Eli Manning. Right. 
And that's what I don't, you know, I get what you're saying, but like, I hate the movie. So you're basically <laughs> saying, oh, he's a placeholder till 2020. That's like telling your team, okay, we're uh, basically yeah. giving up the next two years to wait for 2020 to come. That's not really a good thing well, to do. Well, it's only one year. One, but still. Well, yeah, one year. Oh, but then, but then when the new guy comes in. I know in, you're from Brooklyn. Math isn't your, your big No, no, no. But no. when the new guy comes in. Actually, I'm great at math. I'm not as good at, in other things. When he comes in in 2020, this rookie quarterback, whoever he is, he ha- he's either going to have to sit under Flacco for a year, right? Or he's going to come in right away and have to go through growing pains. So it's still a two-year rebuilding program. Yeah, but we're not really seeing these quarter. You know, of course, there's growing pains. That experience, all that has to happen. Uh, you know, getting to know the speed of the NFL is much different than college. Of course, all of that has to happen. But we're seeing more and more of the rookie quarterbacks yeah. just get thrust in there because, look, let's face it. Um, sure, it worked for Rodgers that he sat behind, you know, Favre, but he was sitting behind Favre. Right. Um, you know, one of the best ever. Right. Uh, to play the game. So that, you know, that's why he was doing that. Um, if these other teams had great quarterbacks in front of these rookies, then those rookies would be sitting for a few years as well. Yeah, I, I understand that. I get See, it. Like, I, I think that's Antonio Brown calling, calling you right now. Antonio yeah. wants to tell you where, you know, what he's doing. He's going to give you a daily roto read right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, fine. I, I'll take it. I, I'm a believer of the other way of, of sitting under the veteran. I even, I'm even okay with sitting under a veteran like Flacco, who has experience. You know, I know he's not a great quarterback or even that good of a quarterback, but he has experience. He's been to the playoffs. He's won a Super Bowl. Um, so, like, I, I'm okay with that even. You could sit under whatever veteran. Now, the Jets I get last year, they were going to go with McCown at first and let him sit under McCown, but McCown's... So so much older. He's like 38, 39 at this point. Oh, McCown forfeited that spot as quickly as he could. Yeah, like McCown's not the type of veteran you want to sit under, I think. No, he, he, He's more of a journeyman backup. He just wants to get paid. Yeah, so, so <laughs> Donald had to get thrust in eventually. Um, and all these guys did eventually too. I understand that. It's hard to manage this, the rookie quarterback situation because you don't know what you want to do. You, won't, you don't want to uh, give up the whole season but you have and to, trash it. But you have to accept that. That first year is 50. It's a sixty percent chance, seventy percent chance that it's going to be lost. That's a learning year. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. You're, the fact that Baker, well, wants, I, I don't agree with that either. Baker Mayfield showed that. Well, yeah, he I mean, learned. He went through the growing right pains. Sure, but oh, he did. But he, went he didn't have pains. the full year. First of all, remember that. Yeah, he, no, he, didn't he came start in right from day one. He came in week what um, four? Yeah, right. So yeah, if you really look at his numbers from week four on. You know, I, I mean, I get the growing pains. He had a couple of games that weren't the top. At the beginning. But, I mean, yeah. he was steady, steady progressing the, the whole Yeah, he way. got he better. Seven seven games. I'm a big, I'm like a big fan of, of letting guys get in there and get the experience. I am. You know, I, I, sitting on the bench, it doesn't work for me. You, you don't learn half as much sitting I'm on okay. the bench no, as listen. you do getting on the field. No, I know what you're saying. You learn more by actually doing things, right? The, pre- the pressure is there when it's a, when it's a first-round pick. It's different when you talk about even in these days, because money is more oh in any prevalent. Days. In any no, days. actually, back back ten years ago, it was more more for a first round pick to get him in the lineup than it is now because they were paying him so much more money than they pay rookies now. Yeah, yeah, and that that's when it started. Because back in the day, I feel like rookie quarterbacks would sit under their the, the veteran for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, and because money wasn't really it, they they weren't getting paid like these guys are getting paid today, uh, but. At the same time, 
I'm okay with even the, the rookie coming in after four or five weeks. That's fine. Uh, I just think they need a little time under their belt to, to learn everything that they need to learn, and then they could go out there and play if they want. Uh, and, of course, they're all going to want to. But I don't know. I, I just think that thrusting them into the situation uh, and making them the guy right away could put a damper on them and could stagnate you know, their career. But potentially. To, to, Baker, you're talking about a special case. The guy's very uh, confident, very aggressive, very outspoken. That's the type of player he is. Nick Mullins so is was Josh actually Rosen. like that, too. So is Josh Rosen. He just Listen, he's in a bad situation. He's with Arizona. So that, that's the case he's with a, that. Yeah, he was on a worse roster overall. That team was a slightly bigger mess this year also. Mm -hmm. Arizona. I mean, there's sure. plenty of guys you could look at within their, uh, the whole NFL, you know, basically the whole NFL of all, all time. At the, at the end of the day, it's only 30, uh, 31 teams are going to lose anyway. Every, every no, year. No, I know, I know. So <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying that there's, there's players that, get, that are really talented that kind of get put into a bad situation. They get drafted by the wrong team. And then, you know, yeah, their career it. goes kind of poorly how you didn't expect it. Then there's guys that have drifted into the perfect situations. And right away, they're producing. Uh, you know, it all, it all depends. Like, the Steelers is a great place to go. That's a place you want to get drafted. The system works. I, Running I backs always do well there. Everyone does well. Everyone does yeah, well. Everyone does yeah, well like, I mean, you, you want to be part of that, but then you can get drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, and look what happens. You know, I, I still think Rosen could be a good guy. Uh, but, fantasy football frenzy. The hour goes fast. The hour goes fast. Fantasy football frenzy, your boy Steve, Fancy Taz, Chris the Closer. Two hours, two hours. We'll see you next time, tomorrow. Two hours for the frenzy. Yes. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.